Welcome to the United Church Podcast. We're a new church here in Seattle committed to an ethic of love and walking in the ways of Jesus. We're striving to be a people united, united with Jesus, each other, ourselves, and the world around us. We hope you're encouraged and challenged by this week's homily. May the peace of Christ be with you. So earlier this week, I pressed send on an email. It was an email that let you all know that we wouldn't be able to gather this Sunday. And the moment that I finished that email, the moment that I clicked send, I broke down. I, I began to weep. And it wasn't, it wasn't a pretty cry. It was one of those deep bellowy sorts of cries to where all of the emotion, all of the tension, all of the things that we collectively have been experiencing as a church and as a people and as a city kind of just boiled up and overflowed out. It was all of this fear and all of this anxiety, all of this stability or, or lack of stability in the midst of the chaos that I was beginning to feel. That as I was beginning to release some of that tension that I was holding for not just myself, but I felt as if I was holding for others. That I was holding all of this fear, all of this anxiety, all of this lack of stability and chaos. That, that there was no calm in the midst of the storm. I, I finally was able to just let it all out. And I wept. I, th I think we all feel this. I think we all feel the chaos deeply, this loss of stability, this loss of structure, this loss of regularity of what life was like and now is no longer. And in the midst of all of that, in the midst of all of that struggle, in the midst of all that chaos, I think what we have done is we have begun to start to do we have begun to look at how can I recreate these sorts of things? How can I create a new sense of normalcy here in this work-from-home environment, in the midst of this absolute craziness of locking down everything as the libraries are now closed, as restaurants are shuttering their doors and even closing for good, as everything continues this rapid decline towards isolation, we start to create new things for us. And so we start throwing all of these new ideas up against the wall, just hoping that they'll stick. But in all of our anxiety and in all of our activity, we never really allow the raging waters that is within our soul, the raging waters that is <laughs> that are just tumultuous within our spirit to subside. And so all of this anxiety, all of this fear, all of this hopelessness, all of this chaos just continues to roll and roll and roll and churn and churn and churn within. And we just want to let out this collective scream. But we can't. We can't. Because we have to hold it together. And yet in the midst of it all, in, in the midst of all of this chaos, there is this still, soft voice of God calling out to us, saying, Be still. Be still and know that I am God. 
I've sat with that. I've sat with that verse quite a bit this week. This idea of being still in the midst of the chaos. Be still. Be still and know that I am God. So I want to invite you to just take a breath with me. To take a nice, deep, full breath that inhales all of the tension, all of the chaos that is around you. And perhaps you need to look at the person next to you and just say, we need this. We need this. We need this. <laughs> we need this. <laughs> so let's do that. Let's take this really big, deep, collective breath. Ready? And just let it out. And if you need to groan while you breathe, if you need to let out an audible sigh in the midst of this, go for it. Let's try it one more time. Psalm 46 is where we find that verse, be still and know that I am God. But at the very beginning of that psalm, in verses 1 through 3, this is what is written. God is our refuge and our strength, an ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea. Though its waters roar and foam, and the mountains quake with their surging. Chaos surrounds us. Chaos is all around us. Everything that we have experienced over the course of this past week, two weeks, has been the mountains falling into the sea. The rivers raging and foaming and churning and burning through us. And it may seem as if the world is just falling apart all around us. Now be still. Be still and know that He is God. Breathe. This is a Sabbath moment for us. This is a moment of pause. This is a moment of ceasing to be active. This is a moment of rest. This is a divestment of activities. To be still in the presence of a God. A God who says, I've got this. I've got you. No matter how much chaos continues to churn around us, no matter how much this lack of stability and normalcy is affecting our souls, affecting our hearts, affecting our minds, there is a God who just says to us, be still, simmer down, I've got this, I've got you. We must not forget that it is not action that lends significance to the moments that we are experiencing now. It is not the collective actions that we want to take, the work that we are doing to try and recreate normalcy. That is not, that is not 
what brings significance to the moment. The significance is already here. It is the moment, the moment of being still and knowing that he is God that brings significance to our actions. Sabbath is our moment. This is the sacredness of our moment right here and right now. And Sabbath allows us to pause and reflect. And it's not simply a pause that refreshes us, but rather it's a pause that transforms us. It allows us to push into neighborly engagement. It allows us to push into love and presence. And those are the things that define our lives over production and consumption. All of the activity that we're trying to do, all of the activity that we're engaging in to try and create something new, those are not the things that create Sabbath rest. The first divestment of activity that we are experiencing now. But it is love and it is presence with our neighbors that define our lives and to define this moment. We've been forced into this void of activity. We have been forced into this moment. Breathe. Be still. And listen to the still, soft voice of God who is ringing in our ears that is calling us to pay attention to the people that are around us, to listen well to their needs, to listen well to what it is that they want and are crying out for here in this space. And allow the Spirit of God to call us forth into that and then act. Oftentimes I think our activity pushes us away from being able to listen to what it is that God is leading us into. We act before we listen. And I think that's our culture, right? We're a very active culture. We want to do, and I, I don't think that's just our, our U.S. culture. I think that's our Seattle culture, and I think that's specifically our church culture. We are a people of activists that want to do, that want to create change, that want to make things right in this world around us. We want to love well, and it's beautiful. I think oftentimes our activity forces us to push ahead just a little bit faster than we're ready for I think we're too quick to jump straight into action. And so let us stop. Let us be still. Let us listen. And let us act. And there find the life that God has for us. A life of love and healing. A life of grace and a life of peace. Let's pray. God, in this space, may you silence our hearts. May you silence the voices that are rattling around in our minds. May you silence our spirits. That we may hear from you. That we may listen well to you. That we may know that you are God. That you have us that you have us. Let us fall into your arms. And from that place of peace, 
from that place of rest. May we set forth as a people to do the things that you are leading us into. It is in your Son's name that we pray all of these things. Amen. Thank you for listening to this week's homily. If you're in Seattle, we'd love for you to join us at 1316 3rd Avenue West in Queen Anne. If you'd like to support our efforts, please visit unitedchurch.gives to partner with us financially. Be in peace and God bless.